0: Ladies First is back, at least in 2023. I did not plan on that to rhyme at all. But here we are. I'm Corey, and Alejandra is back with me. Hello, hello. And we're still on Warrior None. Sort yes. Of. Um. I mean, yes, we still are on Warrior Nun, But this episode is actually a little bit above that in that we're talking about Netflix as a whole with its decision on what shows it is investing in what shows it's canceling and what this sort of foretells maybe unfortunately for streaming as a whole which is right now a giant garbage fire
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, things have been happening since the last time um ladies first uh released an episode for sure it's been it's been an insane to say the least.
0: The thing I was worried about happening if you've been living under a rock and you haven't been following Warrior Nun, but you listen to Ladies First, was Netflix canceled the show. They
1: sure did. Um, I remember promising to cut them if they did. Uh, but I guess That's I'm gonna- not have gonna have to...
0: happen because that would be assault, but we are gonna do a metaphorical cutting and Basically, we're going to be discussing a certain press conference-style interview that Netflix gave and all of the the what-the-fuckery decisions and reactions that have come since that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that it's, it's interesting to me how in completely different universes... I seem to live from the people making these decisions and, and, and allocating all this money, because I I understand that from a, from a business perspective, maybe, and and there have been people who have been, who have told me like, oh, you just don't understand business. Maybe I don't, (laughs) but they just, a lot of these things just don't make sense to me. And I, I think if you you know take a look at twitter uh, some of the relevant hashtags you'll see that they don't make a sense they don't make sense to a lot of people um who are you know netflix and streaming consumers and and people who pay money to uh you know watch ha- quote unquote content on online right
0: right so i mean let's break this down part of the comments and i think the part that attracted the most ire was Netflix has never canceled a successful show. Yeah. Which is such a weenie way out term because it is so damn vague that they can fit that in to be like, well, that wasn't successful by our count. That wasn't yeah. successful by blah, 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 blah. In whatever way they want to warp it to fit to make it be that they're still in their eyes telling the truth.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's so broad and subjective in a way that they could be telling the truth be- because they can basically move the goal po- Goalpost with each and every movie or show you ask about basically mm-hmm. which and that's the frustrating part right that's the part that you know people general audiences but also journalists and and and, and um some business people and some kind of um critics and and you know, people in the medium have been asking, like, wh- okay, what is success? Like, define it, Netflix, if you please.
0: Well, and the issue here is we've talked about this. I know it's an ongoing discussion about the binge and dump model versus the week by week model. Netflix yeah. obviously goes by the drop everything at once, binge it model. We have um, HBO Max and Disney Plus and I think Hulu and also Apple TV at this point I'm prime with some shows I'm sorry? Prime with some shows not all of them. Yeah I'm prime with certain shows are all on a week by week model and I think we're at a certain point where we're starting to at least be able to get some kind of empirical feedback maybe not by stats themselves because these Companies hoard their actual stats like a dragon with gold. But when we look at audience and online feedback by metrics that we can track, there does seem to be, unless you've got a particularly zealous fan base, which, you know, Warrior Nun is one. But for a standard show, the week by week model seems to have longer term engagement because it allows for discussion to build week by week by week versus the binge and dump it's all done at once you talk about it and all of a sudden our attention span is you know every hour there's something new that we're off onto onto the next races next show whatever it was nice but we're done with it
1: i mean it was it was i think it worked when netflix was more or less on its own Mm -hmm. in the streaming situation uh but now for sure i mean the 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 thing is and one of the going back to that comment, one of the things that, that a lot of these journalists and critics have pointed out is that um this week by week model basically gives shows time to breathe, right? Not just to build engagement, but to also build an audience. Mm-hmm. There are people who, I don't know, waited until the week three of uh the last of us to start watching because everybody was talking about that that episode and and it was every it was unavoidable right so it was like okay how many people and i know at least a couple in real life that only then went back and said okay so maybe i will watch this video game adaptation that i wasn't interested in before well Um, that, that
0: comes up to the next point here about like conditions for each of these entities being released, it's not equal for every entity. I mean, let's just look at HBO Max, House of the Dragon, The Last of Us, lots of promotion and advertising. Netflix, yep. what have they done promotion and advertising for? And I can tell you what they have because the Warrior Nun fandom has, the Warrior Nun fandom like lives and breeds and eats and shits stats at this point. Like <laughs> there are some remarkable this is not an insult it's like I am truly in awe of the statisticians that are part of that fandom that have been documenting everything and we'll have a link if you go to our website and click on the article that this episode is in Uh, in that article we'll actually have several links that you can go and look and see their data on but they view like how much promotion how how many interviews how many trailers how much was invested into non-online, real-world space advertising for their shows. And that some shows, especially in recent memory, Wednesday... Yep. Oh, yeah. ...got advertising promotion pushed through
1: the roof. They even had, like, experiential kind of situations with a, you know, like... I don't remember what that's called, like guerrilla marketing or something. Like what guerrilla marketing? That? Yeah, gr- yes, that's it. Um, yeah, like what was that necessary for such a n- known IP? I don't know. I would think not. But in any case, you know, again, once they got basically, they threw the house out the window with promotion, and then other shows uh, have to rely on basically the algorithm. And, uh, you know, some Netflix XX pr- apparently say the algorithm should be enough, but it's clearly not because Warrior Nun is not the only show that was moderately popular or very popular and got canned because the algorithm isn't enough. Netflix is not just competing with itself anymore in the streaming space.
0: Well, it's not just committing, committing, competing with itself. It's also the algorithm that they claim is so good. I mean, the al- people have been complaining about that algorithm for years. Yeah. Of, oh, this new show is released. They'll see it when they log in for the algorithm. I will see it if I scroll all the way down to TV and I spend two to three minutes. Next, 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 mm-hmm. next. Do you know what the average person is going to do? Not that. Yeah. You can't say the algorithm will get it in front of their faces when it's in a condition that you know is not going to get under people's noses.
1: Also, there have been plenty of, of comments about people who saw Warrior Nun season one. I mean, I only know Warrior Nun examples at this point, mostly or mostly know Warrior Nun examples, but there have been plenty of people who have said, I watched season one and Netflix never put season two in front of me. People found out like when I got canceled that season two was out. So that's clearly the algorithm not working because that's a show that you watched, binged, uh, and enjoyed and maybe rated positively and the Netflix didn't didn't tell you that season two was out that's clearly an an error um in that algorithm
0: unless it was oh, on it's, purpose it's, but I don't want to get conspiracy it's the fact that zero interviews for the second season the sum total of promotion they had that Netflix itself did was a teaser trailer and two-ish trailers that's it yeah that is literally all they did the cast and crew did more to promote the show on their own dime and on their own time than netflix ever did the fandom has paid more to promote the show than netflix ever did there are literally there's a billboard in los angeles there are three different sign placements in london There's a billboard in off of Times Square in New York City. There's an ad placement sign that's rotating around Phoenix, Arizona. There's probably more going to be popping up. But, I mean, why is it that a fandom with limited resources and funds... Is doing a better job of promoting a show that was already canceled than Netflix, a billion dollar entity, did. Now, I understand they have a lot of properties. I'm yeah. not saying every single show should have Wednesday level marketing, they go broke. Well, but, but then why at are least... you only pushing some shows and then giving dust to everything else? Yeah, and
1: then treating the success or failure of those shows as equal. Like, that's what boggles my mind. Like, you know, if you spent exactly zero dollars promoting a show and it ended up going viral and and being on your top three worldwide for a couple of weeks and
0: then being on the top 10. That is um... the exception to the rule. That is not the norm. And I believe, what did they say? They wanted to make, oh, the show we're talking about, that Korean show. Oh, Squid Game? Yeah, they wanted to make Squid Games happen every week. That will never happen! You will oh, have yeah. to spend half of your operating budget trying to advertise crap. You can't manufacture virality, not authentic virality. Yeah. A Squid Games every week will not happen, and on the rare off chance they do put out something that goes voom every single week, people are going to burn out, and then why are you putting other crap out that's going to have to flutter in all around it that you're not going to push. Yeah,
1: that's that's like that's basically the the idea that they have. Right. That's something that actually uh, Peters, the other I mean, Sarandos made the famous we haven't canceled a successful show. Uh, but Peters, whose first name is escaping me, is the one who said that they're basically aiming to do that every week, which. I don't know. Like again, I'm not a business person, but I it just doesn't sound. It sounds like a pipe dream. It's it sounds like something that it sounds absolutely- like
0: Silicon Valley tech shoot. Yeah. I'm gonna promise the moon, and you're somehow going to believe me. Like when Elon Musk keeps saying self-driving cars, they're gonna be in actualities. Well, y- you know what? Elon Musk just had to Tesla just had to recall like what three hundred thousand some odd vehicles because it's self-man. It's self-driving is dangerous.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's unrealistic to the extreme. And then, yeah, basically, why are you treating the success or failure of shows equally when the is their promotion isn't equal? Basically.
0: And the other issue is there. It's the inherent implication is everything must immediately be a huge hit. Yeah. Which, maybe, if we're talking theaters. I could see for film releases, but this isn't theaters. We're talking long-term shows. They chose to invest in episodic medium. They didn't decide we're just going to do film, feature-length film. They chose to invest in episodic medium. Many, many of the most beloved shows of all time didn't hit their stride until season two or season three. breaking bad better call Saul not every show is going to be hot right out of the gate you know what happens to a lot of the shows that are hot right out of the gate you know what show was on fire for several seasons and then nobody wants to talk about it anymore because it shat the bed with its ending that bad
1: sorry what game of thrones (laughs) (laughs) um yeah yeah I mean and that's That's, uh, you know, another aspect of this whole binge thing. Not everybody has time to binge. Not everybody is going to binge. And that doesn't mean that they don't like it. That doesn't mean that the show isn't or can't be a success. Right. Why does it have to be a success? Like 30 days is an extremely ridiculous window to decide whether you cancel a show or not. Like it's it's too like some people don't finish a show it like some people watch an episode a week of something they're not gonna finish a show in three days
0: and that's the the entire thing of netflix and binge netflix and chill netflix and whatever it's you see even it's shorthand now in fictional media of like tv shows or films about what do people get in arguments about you watched this one episode before i could well, what does that imply with that? We're not watching them all at once. Yeah. That we watch them out over time. And so some people prefer to binge. Giant catalog of shows that are unfinished that yeah. you paid for. You didn't help push that. Nobody's going to go and watch after because they know it's an it's going to end on a cliffhanger. They're never going to get resolution for it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's It's basically a graveyard netflix it's becoming more of a graveyard than an a live yard you know it's and and I, that was that's what i was gonna say some people prefer to binge right so some people will wait until uh, a whole season the whole season of the last of us is out that's very valid you know
0: that's what you i do normally you. do for shows yeah
1: but then Anymore, if you... i
0: normally wait until the season is done then i go through and i watch it
1: yeah and that's completely fair. And you should be able to do that and decide you want to do that without, you know, fearing that the the, the show's just going to get canceled because you didn't watch it in one day like I did with Warrior Nun. And I wish I could have done something different because I didn't want to, you know, kind of basically eat the whole cake in one go and not have any more cake. But I had to or I felt like I had to because if not, it's going to get canceled. And then those people who wait to binge are going to maybe wait to see if it gets canceled to see if it's worth binging so it just
0: it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of okay well why should i get invested in any of these new shows you want to go viral if i am now thinking you're just going to cancel it and i'm going to be left on a cliffhanger yeah so why do i want to invest in anything when you've got a history of canceling everything i like exactly why
1: am i gonna uh even start anything, right? I, I saw a comment the other day on, on Tumblr of people being like, you know, uh most WLW fans don't trust anything to stick around anymore. And I'm like, that's true. <laughs> I just I've like it it's not something that it's, it's conscious. And even if you're not a WLW fan, if you're a TV fan in general or a streaming fan in general, that's just becoming the norm, right? You're like, well, It might get canceled, so I'm just going to wait to see if it doesn't get canceled. And even some people are even like, it didn't get canceled, but it may may get canceled in the second season. It wasn't a a completely viral hit, so it may wait. You know, it's just, it's a vicious cycle, and it's never going to end if it continues like this.
0: Well, and then it comes to when we talk about which shows are getting canceled, like, We talk about LGBTQ representation. We talk about representation for persons of color. We talk about, you know, we want all of this both in front and behind the screen or behind the camera. And, you know, there's a little bit of a pattern about which shows are getting the axe. Yep. Warrior Nun, First Kill. I still say I completely understand why netflix decided they wanted to cancel what was it fate the winx club whatever it is the fate saga the winx saga yeah i (laughs) i honestly i understand that because i saw some of the uh cost sheets that were in that i'm like yeah sometimes shows just get too expensive and if they're not getting a return i get it Sometimes that happens. If it's once or twice, I get it. Not every show is going to connect. Yeah. and,
1: And shows like, again, not a business person, but also not not an idiot. I know shows are expensive to make and I'm not I'm not saying, hey, people, you should give the show your money and not expect a return on investment. Like, no, that's not how it works. I understand that. Right. The Return,
0: Um, what we're talking about is, like, not every show is treated equally. Yeah. Um, Another show that got canceled this year, Raising Dion. Yeah. Half Bad. Half Bad. That was based off of a very well-known book series, and that got promoted for Banes. Yeah, with
1: a, curiously, queer and people of color uh, on on the cast. Mm Mm-hmm. The Wilds got canceled this year
0: as well, though um I'm not well, sure okay, what happened. To be fair, the Wilds is on a different network. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, but it's it it I I I just think it it speaks to it's a it's a pattern that's not just on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um and it goes back to that thing that that uh Sorando said, right? We've never canceled a successful show. And then the next part of that quote is a lot of these shows were well intended, but talked to a very small audience on a very big budget, right? So we're seeing these shows get canceled on Netflix primarily, on other networks as well. And at the end of the day, right, queer audiences and, and and uh, you know, other minority audiences are, you know, it's in the name, they are going to be smaller audiences, right? It's it's kind of a uh, in there it's it's assumed right so inevitably of course minority representation gets canceled first and is getting canceled first and most often uh or so it would seem <laughs> and i don't think it's on purpose but if it's even if it's not on purpose it is becoming kind of insidious and well, worrisome but you also
0: see like There was this big movement with a bunch of networks, not just Netflix, but networks across the board of, like, we're going to have, like, we're going to promote diversity. We're going to hire these people to help us reach these diversity goals. And then they all quietly got fired and the programs were shuttered. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to say it's not insidious because it is. No, it is. It's the uncomfortable kind of insidiousness that we don't want to talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that every single one of these shows was just absolute Emmy-worthy and perfect and beyond reproach. I mean, we're not saying that. No. But we're saying there is an unfortunate pattern. And we are saying, you know, Netflix did promote First Kill. Yeah. But there's some shows that get treated better than others. And then there's also an unfortunate pattern of... Common factors on shows that get canceled that they have canceled, the conditions aren't equal, and it's like saying that you're set. It's almost like you're setting these shows up to fail. They're not going to be Stranger Things, yeah, and expecting them to be and measuring them by that gauge of success isn't fair. Exactly, you're making a show
1: that you know is going to attract um, a minority minority audience uh you know as a network i would expect you would also set your expectations based on on the fact that that audience is smaller it's um,
0: smaller but conversely also if you show them good faith intensely loyal
1: intensely and willing to spend their bucks on Again, you billboards <laughs> yeah i mean how much money could the warrior nun uh, you know the first kill fandom have spent on merch if they had been given the chance you know i again i don't know how uh, you know the the business of merch works necessarily but i i'm just saying it is it is a fandom that is clearly more dedicated and more intensely in it and i would i would think that that is that has its own its own worth um Mm -hmm. financially other than just eyeballs on the screen um so i don't know
0: and i want to go touch on i think another issue with netflix the everything and the kitchen sink approach which is just it's too much uh in that bloomberg article uh sarandos had also said we're equal parts HBO, AMC, FX, the Food Network, HGTV, and Comedy Central, Lifetime, you used to have to hunt through 500 channels of cable to find them all, and now they're going to be on Netflix. The measure of quality is, if you love a dating show, make it as good as the ultimatum. Make it as good as Love is Blind. There's no difference in prestige in quality television in each of these genres, as long as they're well executed. <laughs> well, okay, you just said we have the equivalent of 500 channels worth of content on our one platform. Again, How is anybody going to find anything? Exactly. You're setting these shows up to fail. And you're saying, oh, we're hemorrhaging money. We're hemorrhaging money. I have no problem if you want to be a little bit more cautious up front about what you're going to invest in, but then invest in it properly. Yes. And actually give it a fighting chance and not bury it. The other thing about Warrior Nun that we've talked about before it got sandwiched in between the fourth and final season of Manifest, The Crown Season 5, and the premiere of Wednesday.
1: Yeah. After, uh, by the way, after it was with announced no that it would promotion. be- no promotion. With no promotion. And also after it had been announced that it would be released in winter. And it was fall, if I'm not mistaken. So that something something happened there with, with I mean, that decision. Who made that decision, right? Mm-hmm. I want to- I just want to have words with that person <laughs> because, you know, again, you're okay. You're doing that. You're, I don't know why. Maybe your your logic makes sense person. Go ahead. But then also set up your goalposts accordingly. Like, of course, of course, warrior none is going to get buried in between all these juggernauts. I mean, of course it is. And especially like, when you don't even let people know it's coming yeah like uh, warrior nun not being in the media center uh before its release is to me the most sus aspect of all of this is particularly with speaking about warrior nun where it just it just uh, undeniably was set up to fail right somebody had apparently you know it it is apparent to me that somebody had decided to cancel it before. At least it, it came let's, out.
0: Let's be clear on our legalese. It would seem. It would seem highly suspicious, and it would seem to our opinion that somebody had already decided it wasn't worth. And again, this is part of how Netflix is structured. Of they're very generous to creators. After the first two seasons, by the third season, you can renegotiate instead of after three seasons, which is yeah. how it is normally in like US TV. So they already knew well we're if we do a third season we're going to have to spend even more money. Yeah. So yeah, they it very well could have been that they were like we don't want to spend more money on this, let's cancel it quietly. You know, nobody knows it's coming out, it'll be fine. Unfortunately, that was just not the fandom to do that on, but
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, but then you know, Netflix again is devaluing its own product by doing this right again it's it's a graveyard at this point
0: Um, they are never going to hit a viral show every week a it's not sustainable b you can't manufacture that Mm -mm. c in light of the first two not being why it can happen how are you going to keep people subscribing if the only thing they would have watched otherwise is like stranger things well why am i going to keep subscribed to netflix when i could just pay for one month when it drops because you have the mid-level shows there that keep them interested that they watch in between now and when a new season's released but if they're all unfinished then you don't really have them do you yeah because the people who would be watching those shows are gone they can't count on you to follow through with anything
1: yeah and, and then even the new people who are joining in to watch Stranger Things for a month are, are looking at all these shows in your supposed catalog and and they're all on a cliffhanger, one, two seasons at most, unfinished, unfinished stories. So
0: why would they even start watching them? Right? And this isn't even getting into their newfound fingle efforts to crack down on password sharing, which I think is absolutely ludicrous. Oh my gosh. What, what, why do you have people who pay for a family plan, have college students, have family, like they are legally procuring the different profiles? Why should they stay with you when you're like, well, no, it can only come from one IP address. Well, what's the point in doing a family plan? Oh, wait, you want to nickel and dime me so I have to pay for the more expensive single account for every single person using it? No, I'm just going to delete you. I'm going to unsubscribe yeah. and I'm going to be done. It's yeah. this weird idea of chasing unsustainable success that you can't make happen versus I'm going to nickel and dime everybody. And yeah, they'll totes pay up for this. Yeah, because like the growth has to be... What is going on here? I'm, I because... mean, we're not business... exact. Well, I mean, I do yeah. kind of have... I own the site. But I mean, like from my perspective, business-wise, like this is not... Great. I, I, I will say again, I would rather them have less new shows coming out, but better shows mm-hmm. that they are fully invested in and willing to let breathe.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the the problem, I think, is that the growth has to be exponential
0: and it has to be constant. And that's just that's
1: impossible. That's
0: unsustainable. Yeah. But more than being unsustainable, it's also it's just it's not fair to all of the shows that they do green light. Exactly. And here's the thing, like
1: me as, you know, someone who writes occasionally at this point, I would be afraid to be on Netflix because they don't even have maybe I don't know, Warrior or none. Somebody decided that, you know, paying more for a third season wouldn't be worth it. OK, fine. Tell the people behind the show. So that they can finish it, right? But there are so many people, creators, going to Netflix with their babies, right? Their their mm-hmm. beloved ideas, and they get to do one season of them, and then they're just done. They're just done, right? And Netflix has the the thing and the rights and the thing up somewhere in a server, and you don't have access to it anymore because technically, technically you don't own it, and you can't finish it. Like, that's sad, and I... I'm sorry. I Maybe I am an idealist, but the, I just think that's bad.
0: Well, and I'm going to quote, there was an article in Screen Rant. Um, we'll link it in the article as well. Netflix's renewal policy reveals a lot about canceled shows from Mark Donaldson. And in it, Mark wrote, Netflix's problem with shows isn't so much a case of refining their budgets versus the size of the potential audience. It's that those audiences are constantly being distracted by other shows on Netflix and that's before they log on to one of their other streaming services. If Ted Sarandos's plan to truly is to truly succeed, the new shows need to also be given the space to find an audience rather than being pitted against numerous rivals on the same service. Yep. It's what I'm like, why are you giving me 500 channels worth of content then? Why are you dropping new shows hidden and buried in between two or three or four of your juggernauts coming out
1: yeah and like a hundred other reality shows and cooking shows and a million other things
0: right and there, there's another article i'm going to quote from and we will link to it in the uh, podcast article when it's published from gq uh netflix's endless cancellation signal the end of the prestige streaming tv era written by lucy ford there's Two parts of this I, I want to quote. It's, it obviously paints a picture that many have pointed out before, that unless something is an instant viral hit by accident or design, Netflix will immediately be waiting in the wings with a hook. But examining that below the surface paints a far bleaker picture, which is that Netflix has zero faith in its users because they don't know who they're targeting in the first place. Again, why are you trying to be everything to everyone and setting all of your shows up to fail? If you want all of them to perform at Stranger Things level, then have fewer shows. Not every show of your 500 channels is going to be a Stranger Things. And it's they're all going to be prying everybody else's attention. There's only so many paying subscribers you have. There are only so many people on the planet who can afford and want to pay for a Netflix subscription. And, and those people only have to watch Netflix. They have jobs and lives and school and stuff. Right, and the other part I wanted to quote, which is, you can't be populist and specialist at the same time. Again, this is from the Lucy Ford article. Not every new series can be a Wednesday or Stranger Things, but they could be an Orange is the New Black if given the space to curate its audience and draw outsiders to the surface. Well, that's never going to happen at this point because we're canceling shows left, right, and center because they don't perform how whatever the executive who decides that Within that narrow three to four-week, 30-day window.
1: there This has been something that has come up a lot lately. But And, and how, you know, ne- any Seinfeld or Breaking Bad would have been canceled if it was on Netflix today. Mm-hmm. But even I think Stranger, uh, Sorry. Even Orange is the New Black probably wouldn't make it in today's Netflix.
0: I don't think uh, it would. I don't think House of Cards would have made it. No, for sure. A lot of their early shows... Would have been canceled after one or two seasons. And that's, again,
1: just makes me sad. It just makes me sad because of what it kind of forebodes for the future. Because Netflix
0: um, was like this big digital proponent of specialist prestige. We're going to give you content here that you're not going to find on your regular shows or channels. That was what set Netflix apart. And then we started getting other digital streaming shows that were like, we're going to give content, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, okay, so your answer to other competition isn't isn't we need to put out good quality shows to keep people here. It's going to be we're going to literally turn into a giant pig trough and throw everything in there. Yeah. More and more more than what can
1: fit. Basically, that's that's what they did, right? We need to have more content. Like their answer to all of these other streaming services was we need to have more content what i don't know i don't care we're not even going to
0: treat equally and help try to succeed yeah exactly
1: like more i don't care i don't care how good i don't care how popular i don't care just more right and if that doesn't work immediately then just more more right don't not putting an effort to saying okay so this is this is potential we could uh you know, maybe get our hands in there a little bit more, tone it in, hire a couple more writers, and and see how what this becomes. No, it didn't work immediately. Cancel it and make three other things that cost a third of what that cost, and see if that works. Basically, oh wait, that's what none they're of doing those
0: work? Cancel those too because yeah. they all cancel each other out in viewership. Exactly.
1: That's basically that's basically their their view, right? It's just numbers. The quality aspect is nowhere near their minds apparently it would seem it would
0: seem sorry it, it it's just it is eminently frustrating it was boiling over before warrior nun was canceled yeah i think for a lot of people that was the cancel your gaze flashpoint especially sure. because of how a how vocal the fan base was b how poorly they promoted it yeah and seemingly set it up to fail yeah and it's a hard time you have a hard time convincing people when they start noticing that pattern that you're not in one way or another, even if it is unknowingly canceling the gaze unknowingly and insidiously canceling
1: the gaze allegedly <laughs> yes uh yeah and I also think that with Warrior none particularly the the issue of transparency became more apparent than ever because by all our perspectives, right? From this side, being a a fantasy show that isn't as expensive as other shows. It had moderate to you know impressive success given the conditions that it was released in. I sincerely did not expect it it was like a punch in the gut when they canceled Warrior None because I genuinely, genuinely did not think that would happen. I didn't think it could happen.
0: Here's the thing when we say This has a committed fandom. Are they as big as some other fandoms, Warrior Nun fans? Is this fandom as big as some other fandoms? No. It's not. But did this fandom also post up literally 10 million tweets of a Save Warrior Nun hashtag in like 68 days since the show cancellation? Yes. 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 Did they literally get in at this point? Like I said, was it five, six? different ad locations, working on more. Yes, they did. They have meetups. They call them pilgrimages that are scheduled to go to where these are. Like this, this from a business standpoint, at least from the type of business I'm in, you can't buy that kind of fandom. Yeah, The fandom that is willing to spend tens of thousands of dollars just to tell other people about your show that you don't even have to spend. The fandom that is making and creating their own, I don't want to call it merchandise, but their own gear to wear, because I don't want to get anybody in trouble legally. The fandom (laughs) that is virally popping up around two different continents, three different continents, because I know there was a meetup in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. And they're organizing all of this themselves. They probably know more about their stats with Netflix, and Netflix might at this point. I'm like, I am not kidding, this fandom with stats is unlike any other fandom I've ever seen. Yeah. They're... You can't buy this type of fan devotion. And it is outrageous to me why you wouldn't even at least try to be like, you know what? Our bad. Let's give you a movie to wrap it up. Yeah. I, that, that's what I mean. I mean, again,
1: don't know too much about business, but I, I would it would seem to me that like, like this kind of engagement is worth something. Something it is
0: literally worth something. It's worth tens yeah. of thousands of dollars because that's what they've paid for
1: yeah so so far so far yeah i mean i i i'm glad to see that this is that this is happening um with warrior nun warrior nuns fandom um i'm glad that that there was more more of an answer than i think i i again the cancellation caught me off guard but this campaign has also caught me off guard right i i'm glad to see that the love for this for this show is big enough that it, it it seems to be making enough of a splash to get eyes on it, at least, and to at least have some people consider and talk about these things regarding Netflix and streaming in general, because Netflix is a big offender. But again, Prime has been mentioned, but HBO, you know, HBO Max has it. I, yeah, HBO oh, Max is its own little thing. We don't have time to talk about that here. No, but it's, you know, a lot of these things are connected and related. Right, Mm. they're they're happening with streaming so I do think that Warrior None and the Save Warrior None campaign has been a a huge catalyst of people outside of just fandom talking about this because it's it's again insidious and it's going to ruin
0: television if we don't stop it for real because there's not going to be anything left it's just going to be a graveyard of unfinished shows and reality TV Netflix Netflix was supposed to be the savior of saving us from just endless reality shows and where are we at now well you, you know endless reality say. shows on netflix yeah you know what they say you you know you die a hero young yeah. or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah my
1: brain froze there for a moment
0: but you know you
1: know what i was saying
0: mm. uh but yeah no i mean
1: literally it's gonna be either a super low low quality low budget reality tv or a huge juggernauts Wednesday style. And it's just like the movies all over again, right? The mid budget, you know, mid, even mid quality. Sometimes you, you can like things that are kind of shitty. That's fair. Right. And you should get your shitty shows at the end of the week where you have to, you can I turn mean, off plus your brain. And Diana, watch them.
0: Plus Diana, but legends of tomorrow. I love it. It is high quality camp. It is high quality shitty camp. Yeah. And that's, but know, it knows it is, and it revels in it, and that's its charm. But we're not exactly. going to get those type of shows anymore. Exactly, those are the kind of shows that are that are
1: going to die out if we don't, as an you know, collectively as an audience, put our money where our mouth is. And if it really bothers us this much, we have to let streamers know. And and I mean, the warrior nonfun is uh, fandom is doing that. I think more than anybody has in the last handful of years.
0: Speaking of that, perfect segue for the next part of this episode. This is this this topic is two parter. So there's two episodes. This episode is kind of focusing on the streamer aspect and the executive what what are you thinking aspect and why we're so fatigued with these decisions. Next time we're going to be focusing on the audience aspect. Sometimes there are certain behaviors we engage in that may not help shows but that is for the next episode again Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this go search for this on our website we will have a lot of links both to the articles we quoted from as well as the data links from the warrior nun fandom that you can go and look at because that data is very well presented very well researched very well put together and it's just this really stark contrast with how Netflix treats different shows. Thank you for tuning into this one. If you want to continue this discussion and you don't want to wait for the next episode of Ladies First to come out, because after all, we do have to record it. We do have a Discord, a Fundamentals Discord. You can find it on our website. Come join us. We'll be happy to talk and rant about this with you and share your frustrations. And we also have a specific channel for Warrior Nun, where we also basically just fan person all over the show. (laughs) (laughs) Constantly. Yes. So come join us on there. We'll be thrilled to engage in further dialogue and discourse. (laughs) I made that sound so weird. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening all the way through this. Again, we hope you show up for part two if you've enjoyed part one so far. Alejandra, thank you for joining me. Thank you for inviting me to rant. And thank you preemptively because I'm telling you you're going to be part of the next one and now I've said it on the air so you can't take it back. (laughs) I'm happy to. Uh, Don't forget, we have other podcasts as well. We have our weekly TTRPG live play show, the Fae Forge Academy. Check them out. We also have Beneath the Screen of the Ultra Critics. And at some point this year, Cannon Fodder will return. Yes. I know we promised it was going to come in February, but that was before Warrior 9 got shit-canned by Netflix, so we got a little distracted. (laughs) (laughs) It will happen this spring, I promise. Well, I hope promise I'm intending for it to happen this spring without something else that I could not prevent occurring between now and then. Let's put it that way. Yes, we'll do our best. Thank you for tuning in. We will talk to you next time.